It's another beautiful afternoon here in Hawaii, May, and welcome to Nostalgic Hawaii. We've landed on a three-person canoe. This is Keola Akana, and I'm just playing steersman, position number three. Two of the stars of the show, Kavika McGuire and Auntie Vicky Hollinger. Welcome. How are you folks doing today, Auntie? Hoi, aloha, Keola, my kai, my kai. Exciting, yeah? Hi. And how's Kavika? How are you doing, brother? I'm still. I'm trying to squeeze into seat one. It's a little tight in front. <laughs> it's the power seat. That's the stroker oh, seat, right? I tell you, doing well. Doing well, you. my friend. Doing well. Right on. Well, we are here again to welcome all of you. Thanks for listening, wherever you may be. I've heard we've had people from all over the world, Auntie. Right. So far, well, as far as my um, people, I've had the West Coast, the East Coast, Canada. I was told from Japan. Don't forget to tune in and give us your information of where you're from. Uh, we have our Instagram page at uh, Nostalgic Hawaii, or you can go to the website. We have some great information there. Nostalgic HI, as in Hawaii.com. Nostalgic HI.com. So we have family and friends. Do we want to say hello and aloha to folks that you know that are listening? Oh, for certain, I want to say aloha to my family in the Bay Area and the California, San Francisco Bay Area. My sister, Valmer, who is celebrating Ooh. a special birthday. Happy Maybe birthday. Aloha, Aloha, Aloha. Happy birthday, Auntie Valmer. And all of my nieces and my brother who are in that area. You know they're all listening right now. They're all, I hope so. They're all listening to I you I hope folks. so because they listened to our first one and they were all <laughs> ecstatic to hear it. They all got their cocktails ready, sat in their most <laughs> advantageous place to see the best view from their homes and sat and enjoyed <laughs> So I know they're going to do that again. And how about Mahalo. you, Kovico? How's anybody you want to make a shout out to that's listening today? Yeah, we got some friends uh, joining us in from the uh, East Coast, Uncle Joel Roberts and his friends out there on the East Coast. And of course, we have many of our um, local listeners as well. So we'd like to say aloha to all of our friends and family here on the island of Oahu or on the other islands as well, Maui, Hawaii. Molokai. We're, we're working on getting out to Kaho'olawe anyway. And also on the Deer Island, the Garden Isle of Kauai, which we're actually going to be highlighting today. Yeah, some, I got the some canoe, songs all and the some stories. Uh, yes. All ready to go. We're going to be paddling with our different strokes. We're going to have that Naluhoi stroke, right? Is that aye, good? Aye. We're going we're gonna to take that Naluhoi stroke. Naluhoi, Because I heard that's what, what they did before. Is that right, Andy? That's right. That was the mantra <laughs> of the canoe warriors. Naluhoi, Naluhoi. There you go. I've been listening. I've been listening. So we're going over to Kauai. Now tell me, Auntie, tell me about the special connection you have to Kauai. My special connection to Kauai was that I was fortunate enough. I'm from Oahu, but I was fortunate enough to live and work on Kauai in beautiful Hanalei. Oh, Many boy. people say that Kauai is the most beautiful of the Hawaiian Islands. And if that be true... Hanalei is the most beautiful part of that island. And talk about the place that uh, where you worked. Because, of course, we sent this uh, wonderful podcast out to all of our friends and family, many of whom are living in the Bay Area. And uh, when my mother graduated from high school back in, well, a while ago, we won't say when. Actually, we can. <laughs> we want to celebrate that wonderful class of 59. Uh, oh, yeah? <laughs> and she has uh, wonderful classmates listening from her Punahou plus also her Kamehameha Schools gang, where she went for four years and then moved on wow. to Kamehameha to eventually, I mean, Punahou to eventually graduate. And we won't hold that against her. But anyhow, <laughs> <laughs> you know, after that, she went on to work for Mackenzie Tours straight out of... Um, out of high school, and uh, you know, then she made her way up to the Bay Area, up to San Francisco, 
where she was living for a brief period of time. And uh, after those five years up in the Bay Area, and, uh, you know, for those of us that have been there, it, I think we from Hawaii can really connect with it. Because, you know, close to the water, it's a very cosmopolitan city. Honolulu and Hawaii, of course, it's an area. We had, you know, an opera house that was right across from Iolani pa- Palace. Um, uh, Tandy McKenney was a very famous uh, tenor, uh, singing mm-hmm. opera music around the world, well-known. Uncle Charlie uh, Davis also... Um, sang opera. Uh, he was going to study uh, to be a classical pianist at Juilliard, but unfortunately had an accident, if I'm not mistaken, uh, which had uh, hurt his hands, and he switched over to vocal training. But most importantly, this uh, experience of really the world becoming part of our kupuna's worldview, right. um, you know, took them to many places around the world, and Hawaiian music has been part of that. And so my mother went off to the Bay Area, and then a dear uh, friend of her, Uncle uh, Barry Yap, we know him fondly as Kalau, uh, gave her a call to come and be the assistant GM at a beautiful place that uh, we will let my mother describe well, briefly. It's, it's lighting and beautiful and delightful, right? Yes. As the right. song says. <laughs> yes, exactly. So tell us about that, So Auntie. anyhow, so Kalau was the general manager at Hanalei Plantation, and that's where I was invited to come and be his assistant. And it was Hanalei Plantation where they filmed South Pacific back in the 50s, I guess it was. Yes, it was a beautiful, beautiful spot. And I like to say it was pre-Princeville. And so from Hanalei Plantation out to the end of the road at Ke'e, there were no more than, say, 700 people. And so it was wonderful. You knew everyone and... It was a wonderful experience for me. So tell me with this, the song selection we have, we have three special songs. Now remember, we did our first podcast and we only had two. And then there was requests to do three. Right. So we added another selection to today's episode. And what are the three we're going to cover today, Auntie? Uh, the songs that we're going to sing are Kipukai, Nani Kawai, and Puamamane. So I'd like to tell you about Kipukai sure. because Kipukai w- is the Oceanside estate of Mr. Jack Waterhouse, and he was a wonderful person, and they used to call him Jack the the kind-hearted, you know, kiaka ika loko maikai. And so Kipukai describes his beautiful home there, and it talks about the surrounding area, about uh, Mount Haupu, the beauty of Mount Haupu, and sitting there at the... Um, they, the Kalai, right? And um, let's see, Kipukai. Oh, and our favorite verse of Kipukai is when they describe the peacocks who are strutting about on his grounds under the shade of the Ki'ave trees. Oh. And so that is our Kipukai, and it was written by Auntie Mary Kavenapukui and Auntie Maddie Lamb. Wow. And, and so what, and what we love to say is that they had gone there at his invitation, they had gone and spent time at Kipukai. And so one of the nice things is if you invited the Hawaiian Hakumele, the composers, yes. to come and visit, when they get back to Oahu, they wouldn't send thank you notes, ho'i, they would send a song. And so uh. they composed Kipukai and sent it off to Mr. Waterhouse in celebration and as a mahalo for their visit <laughs> That's there. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, it was awesome. That was the hallmark way. We just sent one song. Yeah, exactly. So, so um, the, you know, you were working on Hemele Aloha, right? Aye. 
So is this song in Himele Aloha? Oh, yes, it is. Because some it people, is. right now you may be listening, folks, and you may have that in your collection on your bookshelf, a copy of the Himele Aloha. So go go right now, go grab it from the bookshelf, <laughs> and go go ahead and, and grab it out and grab, uh, the, turn to the page that has keep, uh, Kipukai. What, what page is that on? I know, Keola, you're so cute. I said, <laughs> who knows what page? They know how to find it. It's okay. alphabetized. Oh, okay. That was the plan. There alphabetized. you go. <laughs> so we're going to play that song for you um, while in studio and um, enjoy this rendition of Kipukai. Okay? Okay, my kai. Mahalo. Five, six, <laughs> seven, eight. No kipukai ke aloha, o mei ka pili ka hakai. I laila we i ke ai, i kanui loko mai kai. Na nea i ka hoolohe, i ka halulu mai a ke kai. Kanalo nui e honu ana i kalaia o kua honu. A pau o le koho hihi, a i kananiya o haupu. Mauna ki reki e iluna, hano hano ke ike aku. Ke ma ke vale ikai kena ina manu pika kena ni e kai e ha ahe wana i kamalua o ke kia ve puana i me ke aloha no kana ni aloha upu me ke aloha loko mai kai. Kahakua o kipukai, kahakua o kipukai, kahakua o kipukai. We get them on kipukai, baby. <laughs> you guys sounded good on that. <laughs> So that was uh, that was really cool. Thank you guys. Didn't it sound good, folks? That's why we're so excited to be here. We get to hear live Hawaiian music. We're taking you back into time to Nostalgic Hawaii, hence the name. Um, our next song, uh, let's move into our next one. We're still on the island of Kauai, and we're focusing on a song called Nani Kauai. Who's, who's going to talk about that one today, Kobeeks? I think that's another one that mom would like to highlight. But, you know, one of the things that, uh, that was shared in the previous song uh, was this idea of this kind-heartedness of, of, of Jack Waterhouse. Yeah. And, you know, that last line, mekiaka loko maika'i, as mom was saying, with that, that you know, his, his good insides, is, uh, there's really not a good way to translate. And do, things do get lost in, in translation and languages. But what doesn't get lost is this idea of our hospitality or our ability to mm, ho'okipa. Yeah, and, you know, really that is something not unique to uh, the Hawaiian culture, but it, it's very central to, um, to the Hawaiian belief of being able to make your guests feel at home, be able to make sure that there's always some kind of me'ai, something to eat, uh, me'inu, something to, to have as a refreshment, 
Um, and so, you know, when we talk about this idea of sending this kind of wonderful gift of a mele, it was really a tradition in, 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 um, in our people, whether it be uh, composition in the type of musical form that we know today mm -hmm. with our Hawaiian music, or whether it was in a chant. Another um, wonderful thing that's made its way into the Hawaiian kind of lexicon of music for traditional Hawaiian music is um, actually a chant that was done for Lili'u. It was something that was given as a thank you for her. Um, and, um, you know, that song that we do, you know, you always ask me to sing it, and I'm always, and the older <laughs> people love it. Um, <laughs> oh, oh, thank you. I was having a little <laughs> lapse there. But, you know, that was actually sent out as originally, I believe, as a, as a chant. Um, and it, but it becomes a, a, a song, and uh, or it was originally created as a song, whether it was a chant or song. But mostly, what's uh, the point I'm trying to make is that this tradition is really about being able to take something that happened, but have it live on. Yeah. Right. And so, in your local and your inside your nao, that's where we believe our memory is. Right. Yeah. Right. For, for the Hawaiians, that's where our seat of knowledge is, the seat of memory. And so, when you know you have these things that come up. And uh, there's a wonderful uh, line that we're going to talk about haupu a little bit later in one of the songs, Pua Mamani. And haupu is also sort of like um, like an upwelling as well um, of, of emotion and mm. upwelling of memory. Haupu is also um, a place name, if I'm not mistaken, in the song that we'll be exploring in just a bit. But on this island of Kauai, you know, one of the things that we have to tie back is this connection between... Um, Mele, music, right. and hula. And mm. so, you know, hula is the physical telling of the story, but the foundation is the mele, the foundation is the story or the oli or the song. And Kauai is very, very well respected and well known for its hula traditions. It's not the only island that has hula right. traditions, mm -hmm. but there's a lot there um, that people sort of look to it almost as a pico in a way. Um, many people also believe that Molokai, which is right. in the center of our islands, right. is connected very much to that sort of pico of hula of our Hawaiian dance. But, you know, it's important that when we talk about these songs that we remember, that it's sharing not just sentiment, not just beauty, but also that memory that lives on. Yeah, you know, when you say that, Kovika, I think about today when we are at a celebration, we take our camera phone out and we snap a bunch of photos and we send it back and forth, and we say, thank you, we had such a great time, and we text and so on. Of course, back then we didn't have, you know, Samsung phones or Apple phones. And so it was sort of the same thing. They used the song to kind of encapsulate the time that they had, you know, with their friends and family. And that became your record, your, your, your book of, of memory that was um, put into Mele. So kind of a cool thing. So how do we, when we go and look at the song that we're going to hear from you guys in a bit, Nani Kauai, what, what, um, what is the jewels about Nani Kauai? Nani Kauai was written by um, Lizzie Alohikea. Mm. And uh, the Alohikea family, very well known yes. as uh, composers, hakumele, of uh, songs from the island of Kauai. And so Nani Kauai means beautiful Kauai. And what it does is it just highlights the different areas 
and um, it talks about one of the nice things it talks about about is nohili. <laughs> People um, nowadays, nohili is known as barking sand. It is, yeah. Right, <laughs> so it highlights <laughs> nohili. And then it talks about Mapuana. Now, Mapuana is out beyond Hanalei, between Hanalei and Ke'e. And a lot of people are not aware that that's the name for that particular area. So this song just describes the beauty of uh, Kauai, Nani oh, Kauai. terrific. Well, let's, let's take a look, listen to this. Everybody, you ready? Uh, get your, your uh, refreshments. Fill up on your margaritas again. We're going to go to song number two. I know you're liking it. Uh, this one is Naniko Wa'i. Aloha we could still continue that loin that tradition that loina um of writing songs right wouldn't it be so so amazing for us to continue get on it yeah, I, I, <laughs> I tell you right how did we ever lose that to write and compose music like that well you know i don't think that it it's been lost i think it's gone through uh different um how do i want to say this iterations uh so we see that we had of course our traditional um, composition. Yeah. And even that word, when we break it down, and sorry, this is just me as a Kumwan and academic getting to this, but to compose literally is to write something down. Yeah. You know, and we didn't have, we didn't have writing in, right. in, in the way that we knew it until the coming of the missionaries in 1820. Uh, and we're celebrating, of course, 200 years of the coming uh, of the missionaries on that first company on Thaddeus arriving in, in 1820. But two years later, they created this process of being able to ascribe a system of writing to our Hawaiian language. Uh, also something that was first started uh, by Henry Opu Kahaia, right. who went off to uh, Bositona, to Boston, yeah. uh, to be able to learn more about uh, Keokua. But the thing is, is that we took to writing very well. And in doing so, this, this uh, 
this new form of, of, of composing, of being able to bring our memory into a different format, took hold within our people. And so we have a great legacy of Nupepa um, Hawaii, Hawaiian language yes. newspapers, in which we also have a lot of songs exactly. that are documented there. And, you know, we see that the composing shifted. We had Western uh, hymnology come through into the islands. And so, you know, through the missionaries and hymn singing, we learned wow. about music. And Western style with the diatonic scale, you know, do, re, mi, fa, sol, la, ti, do, right. and all this kind of stuff. I could be saying that incorrectly. Aaron Salas, that, that, my that dear friend, is probably going to be saying, hey, Kavika, you're wrong on this, but that's okay. <laughs> the idea is that um, we, we continue to grow in our ability to express ourselves. And so when we look into like the Hapahaole era, yes. we did have things that were composed by people from outside of Hawaii that never had been to Hawaii. And I mean, there's lots of examples of things that are off the chart incorrect but we did have beautiful songs written by people who lived here like our alex anderson and um, we'll be doing an upcoming segment about hapahaole songs and i think in, in we a couple need podcasts. to right? i think yeah but you know we had beautiful compositions both in the english language i think one of the most famous if not best-selling albums here i think to this date is like honolulu city lights by the beamer brothers right but they come from a well-known family of compositions auntie helen dishay beamer right uh, composing these Mele Hawaii. And in today's world, we do have great composers that are writing and more in our Ulal Hawaii. I'm just wondering, Kavika, if we could, you know, on a, just a real basic personal level, grab your ukulele, right? You have your friends, your family come over, and now we start to, to revive this, right? Because you're not necessarily writing a song that's going to be the top, you know, number one hit of the year. You're doing it as an expression of aloha, Yes, right? an expression of the time that we have. So it would be nice for our listeners to, you know, my hila hila, just go and put something down on paper, no judgment, but carry on that tradition, that custom of instead of sending a thank you card, compose something short so that you can, we can start building off of that. Yeah. You know? I would love to see more of that. Anyway. Maybe we'll do that for another show. Yeah. I love I love the fact that you brought up that new word, himolo- himology. Him hymnology. Hymnology. <laughs> I thought I was in the Himalayas. Yeah. I was no, thought that I was would an be Indian the Himela. <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna uh, our, our next one, Puamamane. Now we know that uh, Kipukai is in our Hemele Aloha book. Auntie Nani Kawaii is in the book as well, right? But we don't have Puaman. No, Puamamane is no, in the songbook. It's that's um, yeah. one of those we have. We have to find out where did we find so, Puamamane? A couple years ago, um, Kamehameha Schools and Kamehameha Publishing put out in honor of Auntie Lina Machado a wonderful, wonderful songbook of her compositions called Songbird of Hawaii. My Memoirs of Auntie uh, Lina. And it was done in, by uh, Piolani Mota with uh, Kihei De Silva. Oh, uh, Of course, um, you know, part of uh, Auntie Mapuana De Silva, yes. right? And Halao uh, Mahala Ilima. But fabulous, fabulous academic. Uh, researching much yeah. of uh, Auntie's songs. Working with the family stories. And so it's a great, great. Uh, book to go out and purchase if, if you can uh, find it. I'm not quite sure if it's, yeah, if it's be still in publication it, in but you can probably check it out. Um, go to Namea. Namea Hawaii. Hawaii. You could look at Kamehameha Publishing. But more importantly, this song, Pua Mamane, um, she wrote this uh, in honor of, of, of her brother. 
her uh, brother, Uncle Bill. And his name was uh, William Kawila Waiale Ali. And he was the oldest brother of Lena Meshadal for whom Puama Mani was composed. And so when we look at this, you know, she grew up um, not necessarily with her, her siblings, but she came to know them a little bit later in life. And she was raised primarily, uh, according to the research done in the book, uh, on the island of Oahu. But would go to Kauai and... Um, you know, there her older brother would take her and he loved to go uh, pheasant hunting because his wife was a uh, uh, lehulu, a, a maker of yeah. feather uh-huh. uh, pheasant lays. And so, you know, one of the things that they would do together is that they would go up and they would go pheasant hunting. And so Auntie Lena would go with her brother and they would go and she would comment about the fact that, you know, it was so hot on this trek, but they would come up to this this vista and just open up on this beautiful, as it says here, this bowl-shaped valley, this pico that had this, or the center, with beautiful waterfalls, and all she saw were these pua, these mamane trees, right, and the, the birds that would flit in and out and be feeding on them, and she dedicated this song to her older brother, and why I wanted to share about that was because this song, Pua Mamane, Pua in Hawaiian means flower. Right. It also can refer to children. Mm-hmm. But most would think that it, it's, it's it, it engendered with this idea of a feminine, the flower, dainty, beautiful. But that's not the way, again, talking about composition, Hawaiian worldview. She was looking to this as her dear brother, her older brother, this beautiful flower to behold. And it was a beauty that was the strength of her older brother, but more importantly, tied in to this life experience that she had. Nice. And so, you know, earlier we talked about Barking Sands, yes. Nohili. There's a line in here, and it, uh, it's uh, in this uh, fourth verse. There are five, five verses, or poku, as we call them in Hawaiian. And in the fourth poku, it says, Mekionea o Nohili, paha paha o polihale. And so that's talking about <laughs> the paha paha, the limu paha paha. And if you don't know that, or if you've been in Hawaii, it's I, I can't remember the, na- the 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 scientific name for it, but it's got this little um, like ball that says air in it. A little pod. And it floats. Oh, and so when okay. you do the paha paha, it's this idea of the snapping of it. Yes. When you, when you pop it, it'll snap. And so it's a description of one of the things that Polihali was known for in the limu, but also in the shifting of the sands, it said that it sort of made that made sound. sound yeah? Yeah. So anyhow, that's a great thing that I love about our melee is that you have all of these things that just continually come to you. You know, the pua, and hopefully we can put it up on our on our site. I don't think I've ever seen the pua mamane or even, you know, uh, enjoyed its fragrance if there's a fragrance. You know, um, and it's actually in a state of endangerment. And it was once, there you go. It was once uh, extensively throughout the area on the island of Hawaii, as well as the other islands, but especially around Mauna Kea. And when it's in bloom, it's a beautiful yellow flower. And um, it would almost like encircle all of Mauna Kea. And mm. it looked almost, it looked like a lei. But most importantly, it's also a very important food source for one of our native birds. And I can't remember if it's the Amaki, I can't remember exactly which of our native birds, but it was one in which mm. they have this Beautiful. very close symbiotic relationship. Yes. And so, you know, when when one thing is is in danger, it endangers the of other. Of course, it is and a so, chain reaction. You know, we'd like to just also highlight a lot of the conservation work 
that's been going on to try and bring the Mamane back, especially up in that area of what we would call Saddle Road between Mauna Kea and Mauna Loa on Hawaii Island. But most importantly, what we'd like to say is just please enjoy this melee and the beauty that Auntie Lena puts in it about the love that she had for her brother and this beautiful island of Kauai and the experiences that she had and wants to live on as this melee is sung for you. Pua Mamane. Here you go. Thank you, folks. <laughs> Thank you, Auntie. Wow, boy, so much, so much uh, richness today. It makes me think of, you know, Kavika mentioned that he said uh, a lay. So lay mamane would be sort of appropriate for Mauna Kea. So then maybe there's a melody that you guys could compose. I don't know. Just saying. What do you think? I'm sure there's, I'm <laughs> sure, you know, we have so many wonderful hakumele out there that it's been done. And again, Ekalamai, if any of this is hema hema, a little bit off and a little bit incorrect, but, you know, just sort of working with, with, with what we have here. But the most important message is the idea that as we're sharing in this idea of nostalgia, kava'i, right, songs and stories, what we're trying to be able to do is create uh, an opportunity for all of us to have a conversation. Yeah, And I, 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 pre I appreciated it earlier as you were saying, Kiola, and for those of you that may not know, Kiola has also done a lot of wonderful compositions of his own, what I would call in the hapahaole genre, beautiful songs that he's written. Um, not many have been shared, but I was privileged to, you know, get to know Kiola in college and was in many a jam sessions where he'd bring them out. And so maybe one time we can have yeah, you kind of share things. those one of these days. <laughs> when we got enough margaritas. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, you know, um, I appreciated that idea that really we have to sort of kind of not um, to let that judgment go and to be bold and not be afraid. And also to look out to kind of seek knowledge from those that, that um, have it. And so that's one of the goals, I think, of what we're doing here today is, is to kind of share these stories. We're not the only ones that have stories. No, and, and but, just opening you know, up just the Just be access. able to share and, yes. and encourage more people to be able to give some ideas or leave a little note on our, on our um, Instagram and yeah, we website. Have right? so our Instagram, again, was uh, Nostalgic, it's, it's nostalgic Hawaii. Hawaii. And then our website is nostalgichi.com. Right, nostalgic high. 
nostalgic high.com yeah mm -hmm. and you know wherever you're listening from what i love about this family is that they're helping to create an access point um to the music that we only find here in the whole entire world it comes from the space hawaii that we love so the more that we can um take part of it and share in that tradition and customs then we make it live that's the main thing we want this thing to go on for a long time because we want to create another show in 200 years called Nostalgic Hawaii Hanaho. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be with Kovika's great-great-grandkids. <laughs> um, it's been so much fun. Um, all the, the, the music. Hope you guys enjoyed it. And we're working here to, to work on our next show. Now, speaking of which, what are we going to do? Uh, what do we have lined up for the next show, Auntie? I think next show is going to be the Sweetheart Show. Oh. We're going to just sing some love songs for all of our people out there for them to enjoy and right. hopefully learn. And many of those out there probably will be able to hula to the songs that we're going to sing next. Oh, yeah. oh. Exciting, exciting. You know, when you think about Hawaii, Waikiki comes to mind, Kauai comes to mind, and of course, Aloha. Aloha comes to mind. <laughs> Oya Hawaii. So you guys take care until next time. Don't forget to check our website out, NostalgicHI.com, Instagram, Nostalgic Hawaii. Post your comments and your questions. And do us a favor too. Share it with your friends and family because we want to build this community of people that love Nostalgic Hawaii. For Vicky Hollinger and Kavika McGuire, this is Nostalgic Hawaii Songs and Stories. Aloha. Aloha. Aloha.